Stand by for Lights 51 and Sound AA into BB. These are one call. Lights and Sound, go. Stand by for Lights 52 with Auto Follows 52.5 and 52.7 and Sound CC. Lights and Sound, go. Stand by for Lights 53, 54, and 55. These will be on separate calls. Lights 53, go. Lights 54, go. Lights 55, go. What the hell? Backstage, are you all getting a barrage of texts right now? Negative, I have no signal. I normally don't have signal either. Stand by, Lights 56. But I've got a ton of texts and calls. I'm dumping it at once right now. Lights 56, go. It's all a bunch of photos. What the f... Oh shit, lights and sound, go! When we last left the agents of RSL, they had split off into two directions. Rowan and River headed to St. Joseph's Hospital and met some interesting folks and one person in particular that seems to know more about this play than really anyone else that they've chatted with. There's a bit of a worry and concern because they know so much, but then also having that type of knowledge handy is a good idea. Seems like Rowan and River want to uh, have him get checked out so he can head out on his own. Ross and Reagan, on the other hand, had headed back to the hotel in the city, and they were taking care of a few other things as well. Ross was trying to gather some information, as was Reagan, and in that early afternoon, Ross's cell phone rings. It says San Francisco Police Department. Ah, uh, shit. What could this be about? Uh, I answer it. Uh, hi. I'm I'm looking for a redacted. Is this redacted? Uh, I was uh, I was told here by one of my friends named Ross that I should give you a call. Uh, this is redacted. Uh, um, so you're 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 a barrister and you're you're an attorney, right? Uh, yes, I'm a lawyer. All right. Um, I I need you to represent me. I need I need I need lawyerly representation and things. Can, uh, can you I'm, come down? I mean, I'm really not that type of lawyer. What's what's this about? But Ross told me that that you would be the one that I would I would talk to. You know, because we're friends with Ross. I'm friends with Ross. Uh, okay. Where can I meet you? I'm being held at Mission Police Station. How far is that from where I am, Handler? Uh, well, anything in the city is maybe 15-minute drive, depending on traffic. I'll probably take public transit. Um, okay, um, I'll see what I can do. Uh, who do I ask for? Uh, Mark Barker. Mark Barker, okay. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, alright. So, Ross, how are you going to get to the Mission Police Station on Valencia? Um, planning on taking a lift or public transit or some combination of that. Okay. Um, but first I'm going to see if I can find Reagan. Reagan was, is coming back and she's got a bucket full of ice and a couple sodas from the vending machine, and you see your beloved. The Diet Coke there seems to be calling to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I got a, just got a weird call from uh, someone at the Mission, the Mission Street Police Station or the police station. Um, I don't remember exactly what. I'll find it. Um, saying he needed a lawyer, and that he knew Ross. He's called me by my real name, and said he was friends with Ross. Okay. Wait, so is that supposed to be code for, like, I'm. That's what I'm thinking, is, like, because they must know something about Delta Green or what we're really doing here, because if it was, if they hadn't said that, I would have, I mean, I'm not a trial attorney, I don't, I know, I studied a little bit in law school, but 
that's not what we've been doing for... Yeah, uh, I mean, you're just... (laughs) They're not, like, at a bail hearing, right? I guess. They're just... I I don't know. Um, Hmm. Okay, well, uh, weird. Are you... I guess... Okay, I mean, I guess I gotta check it out. Um, He said his name was Mark Barker, or to ask for Mark Barker, I... He didn't give very many details. Okay, so, um this person wants you to go get them out of custody. Is that... Most likely. Um, so I think we should make our way over that way. I also know we had that other lead about the cemetery. Um, Mission Dolores Cemetery. Um, yes. I am going to text the group chat that we got that strange co- before we go anywhere see if anybody hits us back with a like yeah totally go pick that person up or no bad we have had so many encounters with random people calling us from fake police stations yeah worth a shot okay uh so reagan texts the group chat ross got a strange call from someone claiming to be at a police station and wanted ross to meet them there possibly to bail them out we're gonna go check it out unless there's any objections I will tag on said he needed a lawyer or barrister is the word he used which I'm not that type of lawyer but he also said he was friends with Ross in quotes Rowan will immediately text back and say did this person have a British accent did this person have a British accent no they did not Interesting. Check it out. Keep us updated. We have a ride-along, so we may not be able to come and join you right away. Sounds good. Reagan sends the, like, investigator face emoji. Rowan will reply, Long story short, we're springing someone from the insane asylum who knows about what we're investigating. Could get very interesting. Oh, well, then I guess this isn't as ridiculous of a trip for us either. And Rowan will send back the female shrug emoji, followed by, Welcome to the team. We do a lot of really weird stuff around here. Just the saluting emoji. I'm going to plug in the mission police department into my phone and look up the best route to get there using public transit or if it's just worth it to get a lift. You might be able to catch public transit without a problem. Lyft is going to be faster by about 15 minutes. Not a long time, but depending on how long you want to leave Mr. Barker incarcerated or detained. Well, he's not getting it. He's not going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You have a preference, Reagan? Lyft or public transit? Uh, Reagan uh, looks at the BART alert thing. Oh, there's actually like an incident at the station. Um, so why don't we just grab a lift? Sounds good. You catch the lift and arrive at the police station. There's a bit of a flurry of activity outside the police station. And when you were traveling in the lift, you did drive by the BART station as well. You do see that it is currently marked off with yellow tape and it looks like there are a few police here as well. In front of the, the police station, You hop out, and um, yeah, you've never been here. Also, Ross, you're not this type of lawyer. All right. um, I guess I'll go in and go to the front desk. Behind the glass, a desk sergeant is there, looks up at you. Uh, What can I do for you? Uh, Hi, I'm I'm here to see a a Mark Barker. I believe he's uh, in custody here. He asked for a lawyer. Oh, you're, you're his representation? Uh, yes. All right, uh, I'm going to need some some credentials, so I uh, need ID, and uh, if you can please sign this. And they go through some paperwork for you to get access. I comply. After a couple minutes of the paperwork, which you realize that getting into the government buildings and dealing with the senators is only slightly less irritating. What are you telling them about Reagan? Um, assistant, I guess. If they ask, I'll say she's my colleague, which is okay. true. 
I can wait out here. I don't I don't have to like go in, go in, but they allow you back, Reagan, as as an assistant. Somebody's looking at you, oh, maybe you're the secretary. Oof. Ross would try to dissuade like he would <laughs> Ross would be trying not to give that impression, but also like if they asked you would use the word colleague, I think. Ross will follow the officer back to where they're taking us. The officer takes you back to outside of a holding cell, and you see the glass that looks in. It looks like it is on the TV shows. Inside, you see that there is a guy sitting there, a larger fellow. He's sitting down, and he's currently shackled to the desk. He's wearing a ratty work shirt. The sleeves have been cut off. And uh, it looks as though it hasn't been necessarily laundered in a long time. His head is covered in various tattoos. None of them seem to be particularly pretty. And uh, his face ha has been riddled with scars. And the police officer looks at you. Uh, that's Mark Barker. Do you want us to come in with you? Is he handcuffed? He is handcuffed, yes. Uh, I, I think we'll be fine. All right. Uh, you can go ahead, uh, speak freely. We've got, uh, you know, surveillance currently turned off there uh, for you at this point. If you do run into any problems, make a motion to the window and we'll get somebody in there right away. Okay. But he's uh, retained his right not to speak without representation. Sorry, what charges is he being held on? Aggravated assault. Uh, apparently he hucked a guy onto uh, in front of the BART, in front of a BART train. Oh, like a few minutes ago, maybe? Uh, it was, well, the incident happened uh, about an hour and a half ago. Yeah, at two hours ago. Such or so. and such station. Oh, yeah. The, the station ah. just right down the way, right okay. over here. Wow. Called it. Um, great. Thank you. As soon as they leave, I will introduce myself. Hi, I'm Redacted. Are you Mark? Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Mark, I, I, you're, you're, Ross is our mutual friend, right? Yes. Um, who's, who's this? Sorry, this is Redacted. She's a colleague of mine. Does she know? She knows a lot of stuff. And I'll just nod. She knows a lot of stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. He waits for the door to close. And you're kind of still standing there. You can see... This man is, besides large, he's also quite muscular. He does give off an air of uh, threatening and intimidation. So how'd you get my number? I was given this card, and he slides forward a playing card that has a green triangle drawn on the ace, and it says, be a friend of Ross. Do I recognize this card? No. The note that is on the card is a handwritten note? Yes from a handwriting we are not familiar with, I assume. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Like, not not good handwriting. May who do you, may I ask uh, where you got this? Or who gave it to you? Buddy of mine said if I ever got into trouble about this kind of stuff, um, I, can, I, can, I can talk to you guys. Is my information on that card? Yes, your phone number. But it, the phone number is from one of those label makers? that's placed onto the card. Okay. Um, how can we help you? Uh, so the thing was, was chewing on somebody's arm and I ran over and I pushed him and I pushed him hard and got him off of the guy. And, uh, he, it, he tumbled and, and tripped. And next thing I know, the train came by and it made a noise. Oh, <sighs> you know what it sounded like? It sounded like somebody dropped a half of a beef onto a cold metal floor. So let me get this straight. You saw someone at the BART station with something attacking their arm? And no, 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 no. Hang on. There's this guy. He was dressed in, you know, baggy pants, had a, had a, 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 a like a bootleg Barry Bonds jersey on and a hat. And he was, and he was chewing on this guy's arm this this homeless cat's arm there's one guy chewing on another guy yeah and i ran over and i the guy that was that was chewing on him 
he turned and looked at me. His, his teeth weren't right. His jaw was really small. His teeth were pointy. His eyes were kind of, kind of, kind of small and gray and green. And it, it just didn't look right. And his, he didn't really have ears. And this, this person, you pushed them onto the tracks and the train hit them? Yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. The cops are saying they didn't see him chewing on the other guy because, you know, it happened to be behind a pillar that the frigging cameras couldn't see. They just saw me, you know, go and launch this guy, you know, a bit. At least he let go of the homeless guy. Okay, so I don't know if you're aware. I am not this type of lawyer. I. But you deal my... with this type of stuff, though, right? Like the weird, the, the, the weird stuff. Yes. Okay, then, then you understand. Okay, um, what have they set up? Have they set bail for you? Not yet. I, 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 I did my whole, you know, I'm not going to talk to anybody until I talk to my attorney. Right. That was, that was the right thing to do, right? Yeah, that's, that's solid. You both look this guy over and you see on the inside of his right arm, he has a globe and anchor tattoo. Um, I would love to do um, an occult check on that symbology. Um, we're not going to go with that. You don't need to make that roll, um, but you do recognize it as the Marine Corps emblem. Oh, <laughs> I was not picturing that correctly then. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Hey, um... This might sound like an off-the-wall question. You ever been to the thing in the desert? Or know uh, anybody that that might yeah, have? I know tons of people that have gone out to that thing. I have not. It's just for rich people. I can't afford that shit. We have some some friends who might be friends of yours that mm. oh, might know right. things. That's all. Can I ask you a, another question about about the the person who was attacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they struggling? Were they were they aware that something was gnawing on them? Uh, you know, the guy looked like he was he was you know fucked out of his gourd, drunk. When I drove, when I when I ran by, he he smelled like piss and shit. But you know, he might have been drunk. Um, he had his arm out, and it was getting it was getting pretty gnarly. Uh, I mean, he was bleeding. I think the cops have him. Okay. Do they have him in this building? I don't know. Dude, I don't okay. know what's going on. All I know is that I got tackled and they started yelling at me and I was trying to explain what happened and they didn't they don't they didn't give a shit. They just saw this. And emotions too, like all over him, with his hands cuffed to the table. Well, if we uh perhaps we should talk to them about what, what the bail situation is like and see if we can't uh work this out, seeing as they were apparently at least aware of someone else being assaulted. Yeah. Let's let's talk to the cops and see what they can do and go from there, I guess. All right. I I, I really appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah. Who who did you say gave you that card again? A buddy of mine. Do you don't want to be more specific? No. Okay. He said about this this weird shit. We we did weird we handled weird shit before and you know. Where if you don't mind my asking. Where have you been stationed? <laughs> uh, I spent time in Iraq. I spent time in Afghanistan. I put a bunch of time in uh, South America. Afghanistan? Yeah. S spiders over there. I've heard they're uh, troublesome. Can get to be friggin' big. They're not as big as people think they are, though. Camel spiders really won't eat you. I mean, they'll get in your your boots. That's why I put should put shit in your boots so they don't crawl in. I mean, that's a hell of a thing. You put your your foot in there, and there's something the size of your foot in your boot, sharing space. Not comfortable, and will wig you the fuck out. So, you've encountered this type of stuff before? Yeah. In Afghanistan? No, but I'm not surprised it happens there. No, the shit that I handled, the shit that I got into, was doing a cleanup mission in Brazil. That's how I got tied into this shit. And then I got out, 
came back and hey, nobody wants to hire me. All right, well, we're going to see how we, we're going to try to help you the best we can. We're going to go talk to the cops and see if we can get you out on bail. Right. And we're going to go from uh, there. Sounds good. Sounds good. I, 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 I really appreciate it. Do you need anything? Are you hungry? Water? Yeah, food would be nice. Okay, I'll see what I can do. All right, I will uh, wave at the window to get them to open the door for us. The police officer opens up, and you step out, and the guy just puts his head back down. All right, um, who do we talk to about bail? All right, well, let's... He's going to need a bail hearing, but they might do it... They might do it uh, remotely. But uh, come on over here. Let's uh, have a seat, and uh, I'll get some more information. I'll get the file for you. Okay. Can I get him a protein bar, something, anything, water? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a vending machine over there. Go ahead. Great. Thank you. You sit down for a few minutes and you get him his his snack. He's grateful for that. A few minutes later, a lieutenant comes by. She's dressed sharply. She's not in uniform. She's in a, you know, a pantsuit. You can tell she's a lieutenant cuz she has her badge on her pocket as well as her a name tag. Uh Redacted, you're here about uh, Mr. Barker, yes? Correct. All right, so we are going to be releasing Mr. Barker. Um, it turns out that there um, there was a misunderstanding. Uh, how, do, how can I say this? Um, our best would be public disturbance, but there's um, there, there wasn't anybody in front of the train. I'm sorry, didn't you say he allegedly pushed someone in front of the train yeah and um there was an eyewitness but the eyewitness uh there were other witnesses that claimed the opposite and um uh for lack of evidence uh, because there was nothing in front of the train under the train no dents um no structural issues with the the vehicle and uh yeah somebody just doesn't disappear like that and uh, the the guy said that uh um he was a dog that was biting his arm. Okay, well, um, we'll s- stick around until he's released, and thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah. Made your life easy. Shit. <clears throat> thank you, LT. They head in and uncuff him, and uh, you're free to go. And he looks over at you through the glass, his eyes wide, and uh, walks out. As he gets close to you, he still has his hands in front of him as though he's cuffed. Oh, uh, what? What what did you do? Come on, um, let's, let's go outside. We'll talk outside. All right. Huh. And you walk by and there's a couple gangbangers that are there that are staring holes through Mr. Barker. He looks over at them. You see kind of growls at them, but with no noise. And he walks out into the sunshiny day here in uh, beautiful, non-muggy San Francisco. I'll walk him a little bit of ways away out of earshot of, like, the police station. So if I get this right, they can't bring me in for the same charge because I've been released because otherwise that would be double jeopardy, right? Not sure that's how that works. Um, Basically, the gist of it is a lack of evidence. There was no one under the train. The fuck you mean there's nobody under the train? Exactly that. There was conflicting eyewitness accounts. Some people saw someone get pushed. Some people didn't. The homeless gentleman says it was a dog biting his arm. Oh, what's that guy's name? Didn't catch that. No. Oh, all right. Um. All right. So I'm 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 free to go. Yeah. Uh, do you have Do you live around here? Uh, kinda. Okay, we can make sure you get safely back, if you'd like. Uh, I'll be alright. Okay. I'll be alright. Um, they gave me my cell phone back. Um, here's, here's, did, ready to take down my number? You didn't get any, happen to get any pictures, did you? I, the fuck, oh, no. Yeah. I'm not gonna didn't take somebody's picture, somebody, shit like that. I'm not that generation, I'm the do all something right. generation. Worth a shot. Um, yeah, what's your number? He gives you the phone number. No, no. Um, it should be good. I'm paid up for another 60 days. So, 
if uh, it shouldn't shouldn't be a problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. If um if you need things disappeared, any nods? Okay. Reagan pulls out one of her real business cards and throws her her personal cell number on there, and she's like, "If you need anything, let me know." All right, all right. I appreciate it. You guys, you guys have a fantastic day. You made my life so much easier. I, I'm indebted to you. Really, I don't think you are. And uh, he starts to walk off and and makes a right down an alleyway, leaving you two standing out in front of the police station. Well, not too far away from the police station. Kind of like, what the fuck just happened? Okay, well, that was weird. Um, I think we should get out of here. Yeah, um, let's go get some lunch. It looks like there is a Bao restaurant not too far away, just a block north of here. You're able to get some grub. Uh, yeah, we'll go get some lunch, and afterwards, I'm going to look up how far we are from that cemetery. A five-minute walk. All right. Um, looks like the cemetery is only five minutes from here. You want to check it out? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. When you make the walk on this fine day, it is at the Mission San Francisco de Assisi's area. It's also the location of one of the original missions. The cemetery is not large at all, but it's old. The headstones are, each one is unique. And so it paints a very interesting view as you walk by. There's a few mausoleums, there's a few obelisks. There is a, a gate that's wide open. There are flowers on most of the uh, the gravesites. Walk around, kind of casually looking at things, um, and try to find Jans Peters. You walk around a bit, and you find a smallish mausoleum, maybe 16 feet by 16 feet by 8 feet high. And it has the name Peters over the top with a metal grate in front of the door. Something seems off, though, about the grate. You see that on the rusted metal, there are slivers of shiny metal showing, almost as though something has been clawing at the gate. From the inside or the outside? From the outside. There are... The entrance comes from the east. On the north and south side, there are uh, some stained glass windows that are dirtied over, and you can't really see what they are. They're also very small. They're maybe a foot tall by about three foot width. And then there is a large stained glass window on the west side that is also covered over with a grate. And it looks as though that it's a, looks like it's a landscape type scene. You know, uh, looks like there's a pretty large lake at the bottom and uh, two suns in the sky above the lake with what you think might be a church or something else kind of in the foreground. But from this angle, you really can't make it out as well. Does it look like any of the imagery that was inside that theater? Both of you guys can give me an occult roll plus 20. With plus 20, I still fail. Okay, what did you get? 47 out of 36. Okay. Where is the occult? There it is. Um... 45, so that's 65 on 50. Oh, all right. Oh. Plus, Plus 20, 20. So 70. Yes. <laughs> this looks to be either Lake Holly or the Lake of Holly or Lake Demhi. This is certainly represented in that map that was on the floor of the theater. Um, I will snap a photo and... Uh, messes the group chat. Reagan and I went over to Mission Dolores Cemetery to check out the gravesite of a playwright that wrote one of these plays, and I'll send a photo of the mausoleum. Screen wipe back to Rowan and River and Ari. Ari, you're finishing up the paperwork for checking out. Wouldn't be a bad idea. You've been in here a bit. They ask you if you feel that you're you're better. If you're doing well, 
and the therapist and counselor that you're seeing recommend that you come in next week for a follow-up. They agree that you are uh, clear to go home. All right. So where are we going next? Uh, should we check in with the brothers before we leave? Probably. Which brothers? The Uots? Just some per- personal friends. Oh, okay. Not not the brothers from the play. Uh, right. No, no actual, no. actual people here in this facility. Oh, uh, who is it? Maybe I know them. The Castillos. Oh yeah, I know them. They're cool. Which ones do you know? I know all three. Hmm. Uh, well, um, they, they've been here long. Um, I mean, maybe. I I've only been here a couple weeks, so but they were here before me. Uh, I think. Well, yeah, that that checks. Yes. Why don't we uh, go and say hello and see if there's any new drawings? Right. Or any drawings that make more sense now. That's a good idea. Cool. How do you know them? Um, old friends. Went to college with uh, Javier. Oh, awesome. Cool. I I don't really know them. He does, but I tag along. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just tag along too then. Right? Why not? When you arrive at Javier's room... He's currently sitting there looking out a window and uh, flipping through a magazine absently. Turns looks redacted. Hey, buddy. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How about you? Uh, I'm doing better. Great. I'm doing better. Um, we, we, I'm working on some things. Um, working on some things about my brothers. Um, trying to come to acceptance with my brothers and uh yeah well how how do you feel about your brothers for now i miss them i miss them dearly dude like i can't yeah yeah i wish they were here i hear you yeah how'd how'd, how'd you know i was here hi hey ari how you doing i'm all right I'm checking out, but they said that they knew you. Uh, yeah, yeah, we go way back. Did Did you want me to get your brothers too? The doctor told me that they're f- no. Mm. And he puts his head down, and and he just and he starts to cry uncontrollably. Rowan's gonna hook her arm through Ari's and turn and and just without a word, just walk him away down the hall. Oh, I. Okay. Okay, what what I do? So, uh, lesson number one of running with us is uh, you don't say everything that comes into your head and read the room. He said that he's coming to terms with acceptance of his brothers being dead in his world and his reality. They're dead. Now, that doesn't quite coincide with what we know or is a little to the left of what we know. I am not entirely sure how all of this works. But as far as he's concerned, his brothers are dead. Oh, okay. He he had said gone. I didn't realize that meant. To, okay, got it. Got it. Yep, yep. So let's uh, let's just hang out down here and uh, let Redacted have a chat with his old buddy. Sound good? Sounds good. He pulls himself after a few after a few minutes of just sobbing and looks up. Oh, you're still here. Oh. <sighs> Can, do you mind if I give you a hug? Of course you can give me a hug. When he hugs you, he begins to pull on your shirt a little bit. Like he's patting you on the back, but he's patting you not like somebody that's consoling, but patting someone that is feeling that something is real. I'm here. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, Are you, are you able to, to come visit every once in a while? I'll try to, man. Okay. I mean, it's not its not really hiking. I don't think it would be a good idea for me to go out hiking. Last time I went out hiking, I got lost in the woods. Yeah, yeah, we, we found you. Yeah, the Redwoods. Yeah. The Redwoods, the Redwoods in the library. 
and his eyes go really wide, and then they glaze over. Um, um, how how are you doing? How's how how's the the kid? How's the how's the wife? They're fine. Uh, you, you okay there? Yeah. Why? Oh, was I crying? I'm sorry. Sometimes I lose, I, I lose, I lose time. Uh, you were you were talking about the redwoods. The redwoods. We haven't been in the redwoods in a while. It's been a minute. Maybe uh, maybe when they say that I'm I'm good enough to go out, maybe we can go out for like a day trip or something. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe you can, you know, I don't need a chaperone, but. You know, last time I was in the Redwoods, I got lost. Uh, that's that's behind us. Don't don't think about it. All right. Oh, so good to see you. Oh, hey, check this out. He walks over and starts to pull out different magazines. And he talks about the magazines briefly, but they're not the magazines that he's talking about. He picks up one magazine. This is a, you know, this this has got some great trail ratings and reviews, and you see it's a highlights magazine. Um, yeah. Any, any of the ones we've done? Yeah, this one here over here talks about one uh, further up in Marin County. Man, that was a, that was a, a decent hike. I think we went with a couple of your uh, workmates. How are they doing? You still working? You still working the EPA? Yep. Yep. Uh, still mostly the same crowd. I think I'm on leave. Hopefully. I, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm still on leave. Yeah, you, you take as much time as you need. Yeah. You realize if you don't pull away, he will try to keep you here forever. Um, I want to look around and see if there are drawings or anything. Not on his room. His room is clean. Okay. Look, it's it's been great talking to you, um, but uh, unfortunately, I've, I've I've got an appointment I got to deal with. Oh, okay. Um, I'll I'll be in touch. Save the whales, save the snails. Absolutely. Save the otters. Yep, even the owls. Even the owls. You take care of yourself. I will, but you'll be back though, right? I will. Come back visit. All right. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Rowan, after you gave Ari some of the rules or tips and hints, if you will, you head down to Julio's room. You remember where that's at. Although you thought it was the one of the doors on this hallway, but it turns out it was in a slightly a hallway close by. You find that your sense of direction here and navigation orienteering is a little bit fucky. Well, as long as I don't run into Coral Lamb, I'm fine. You find Julio's room and the door is open. The walls are covered in charcoal drawings, just like you remember them, or marker drawings. And it is chaotic in here. He has a roommate who's currently sitting there, uh, knees up, has a, a book cracked open. The guy looks over at you. Hey, hi. Hi, sorry, sorry to bother you. I was just looking for Julio. Uh, Julio went to uh, go take a leak. Oh, okay. You know, you don't have to advertise when you need to, like, relieve yourself. But apparently this guy does all the time. That's why I know where he's at. He should be back soon. Though he does drink like a camel. Well, you know, it's important to stay hydrated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hippies. <laughs> yes. Um, you know that actually camel's humps are fat, not water. Ari, shut the fuck up. Okay. I take it you get that comment a lot. Um, something like that. Fair enough. Do you mind actually if I step inside and then look at the drawings? I've been curious about about what he's been drawing lately. Oh, yeah, he was in that corner last weekend. Oh, which one? Uh, but he hasn't he hasn't done anything over this one over here. And he walks you over to a corner. You look back and you see, not here, but another part of the wall, a drawing of the temple and the man from that thing in the desert mm. and a bunch of little dogs. 
Kind of just let out the softest of little exhales while just, okay, no focus. It's okay. Above that, you see that there are a couple flying saucers. Uh, when, was, when was Julio working on this stuff? I'll say gesturing over at the temple and the man and the saucers. I don't know. That shit was here when I got put in. It's neat, though, right? He's uh, quite the artist. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't talk about it. He just kind of goes off and looks. What do you mean, looks? You know, like stares at something for a while and, you know, thing comes out. He never talks about any of the things that he draws. It's kind of weird. Interesting. Uh, And then Rowan will kind of shake her head and turn her attention to the corner that Julio has been working on recently. You see that there's a bunch of birds. They look like they might be crows or ravens. And there's quite a few. It's a handful, so maybe an unkindness or a murder. And you see that there is another spider thing drawn standing above a bunch of stick figures and underneath it this is where there is only any color there is a pale blue like someone took one of those like fancy pale blue highlighters and there are pale blue lines being drawn from the stick figures near the giant spider rowan will note but not but not say out loud that he seems to be working backwards oh hey Hello. I. It's been a long time. I don't remember your name. Hi, Ari. Hi, Julio. How's it going? I'm all right. I'm. I'm leaving. This is my friend Redacted. She's gonna take me. Oh, uh, her and I met before. Uh, she's friends with uh, with the with a guy I know. Oh yeah, Redacted. I met him too. Wait, take you? Yeah, they're working on something that I similar to what I was doing for my thesis. So I know a lot. So I'm gonna go help him. Oh. I think the term we usually use is subject expert. Yeah, that. Oh, I was a SME once. I was a SME for an IT company. They came to me when there were any problems. I helped handle most of the TCPI issues for when things went down. And we handled that big old trunk, you know, the the giant T1 trunk that... Oh, oh wow, that was a long, long time ago. Well, IT things are a little bit harder to handle when you're not near a computer, but Ari's brain is the computer. It's something, right? Wow, that's the first time I've heard someone say that about it. It's a nice computer. He's got a good brain. Make sure it stays on the inside, right? Yeah, that that's the plan. I mean, if it doesn't, then... I'll do my best, I promise. All right. Wait. You're... No, I mean, that's where brains stay. Yes, that is exactly where they are supposed to stay. Okay, that is cool. correct. Oh, oh, hang on. Um, I gotta write something down real quick. Okay. He walks over to one of his drawers and starts rifling through, and you see he pulls out a Sharpie marker and heads over toward the wall with the the last one, with the the blue highlighter. You see him draw a brain and then draws a jar around a brain. Oh, oh sorry. Wait, sorry. you should write Abby Normal under that one. Remember um, from from the Mel Brooks movie? Abby Normal. Oh, that's a joke. No, no, man. This is... Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein. No, 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 no. Mike, Mike, Mike Bellick. Mike Bellick? What about him? Do I know that name? No. Does the name Mike Bellick mean something to you, Julio? Uh, no. Who's Mike Bellick? No idea. You're the one who mentioned him. I did. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Um, so I've run into this symbol, uh, recently, and I'll gesture over at the, the symbol that is the same as what was in Jan's bedroom. Oh. Is there anything uh, that you can tell me about that or any symbols connected to it? Uh. Just out of curiosity. No. Okay. And he makes a motion with his hand. Give me a human troll. Okay. Uh, that is a 13 out of 63. Excellent. You kind of see his hand points at, as it's kind of circling, you know, as he makes just a random hand motion. 
it does point directly to a part on the wall. And you see that there is a Japanese-style Tori arch drawn. But it looks like it's on the side of a mountain. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, no, no worries about that. Oh, do you mind if I take a closer look at, at this? Your artwork is incredible. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. It, this is just stuff that comes to me, um, you know, and the, the, the counselor says, put it out. Better out than in, right? Kind of like a fart. Yep. So my brother's always said anyway. I'll go over and take a closer look at the, the arch and anything that is around it in the artwork. It looks like it's the perspective. It looks as though that you're walking up a pathway on a mountain and there is an arch there, or maybe it's in the mountain. With that, you see River step besides the door. Glance over at River, give him the quick one minute finger, turn back. Uh, do you mind if I grab a picture of this? It looks like something and I'm trying to remember what it is. I just know that I'm gonna sit up at three in the morning and remember and I want to have a visual reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Take a picture of whatever you, whatever you want. If you decide that you want to sell it, though. Um, oh, no, goodness, I, I no. Guess, I guess we don't, because I don't, I don't think that this is for for people that are, uh, you know, and he taps his head, people that are kind of, that don't have the same, the wavelength thing. Yeah, I get that. I'll pull up my phone and take a careful picture of the artwork on the wall, taking care to get as much detail around it as I can. You're able to do so without any problem. All right. Well, uh, it looks like we're wrapping up our business here, but thank you again, Julio, for uh, showing off your art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for coming and visiting. And uh, Ari, you should come by more often. Yeah, well, you know, when I come back. Yeah, right. Sounds good. Play more Ratfuck. Yeah, okay. I'll step out into the hall to meet River there. Okay, I didn't mention that the spiral was the yellow sign, right? That was good? You didn't, and that was well done. Okay. I'm, I'm not dumb, I just need to know the rules. That's fair. Hey, River, and I'll gesture him a little bit further down. Uh... He's been drawing Afghanistan and the thing in the desert. Um, okay. How specific is he drawing things? Uh, and Rowan will describe what was on the walls. So, I mean, it hits all of the salient points without getting into a tremendous amount of detail. Yeah, I, uh, he may still be connected, if you know what I mean. Oh, wouldn't surprise me at all. Apparently he draws this stuff after staring off into space for a little while, and I actually just saw it happen. He drew a brain in a jar. Not entirely sure what that connects to. So, does that mean that you're saying the things he drew are things you've seen? Things we've experienced. Things we've lived. Oh. We have not experienced a brain in a jar, though. Yet. Are you planning to? I don't plan for any of this shit. Wait, are, are you body stealing and, and making your own monster now? Why would I do that? I'm not a failed scientist who snuck out of school to build things. Yeah, you also don't seem that emo either, so, okay. Little too blonde to be emo. Yeah, why don't we we uh, go see Cesar and get the hell out of this place? Agreed. Ari shows you where Cesar's room is. Cesar uh, is sitting there and he looks over at you. You see behind him there are tons of pictures of a little white dog. Redacted! Cesar! How are you doing? And he, and he jumps up and kind of runs to you and... and Looks like he's about to give you a hug. Yeah, I'll give him a hug. All right. Ugh. Grips your shoulders after a nice, good hug. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Coming at grips with some things. Uh, I had some. I had some issues, but but things are going well. Things are going really well. Um, I wanted to thank you, and I never got to thank you. Um, what for? 
well, you you helped me out. You you helped me get a get a place. Uh, you know, uh, I was able to use it as a, a um, able to use it as an address. I got a job. Uh, it wasn't a great job, but it was still a job. I then because I had that was able to get me some better housing. Um, and uh, you know things have been coming up pretty pretty good. Um, granted, I'm in here now, but you know I've I've got a place that's being taken care of. I've got a I got a I got a gal that's she's staying at my apartment, you know, because I got a gal. Oh, that's good. You know, uh, Penny's there and Penny's doing good. Uh, you know, and Victoria comes by and gives me a uh, gives me pictures of of the pup all the time and. Um, I, I'm making, I'm, I'm making, 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 uh, making, making progress. Great, great. Now I just hope that my brothers can make progress. You know your brothers are here. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a relief. Yep, yep. I'm surprised that they put us all together, considering everything, but. Yeah, I, uh, I hope they can get things together, too. Um, I mean, they're they're doing okay, but they still got issues. Yeah, I'm kind of staying in here right now because I want to keep an eye on them. Because sometimes it gets bad, it gets real bad. Javier starts talking about an overdue book, and you know, Julio, Julio's got all that stuff painted on the walls. I, I worry. Yeah, I I understand, but. Uh... You know, you you've gotta you've gotta live your life too. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's doing me good here. But it, I, I'm trying to keep an eye on him. All right. Um, do, do you have any way of making calls out of here? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got phone privileges. I haven't done anything stupid to get them revoked. Uh, I want to make sure you have my number just in case uh, anything happens that you think. Tried calling that old. I remember. Tried calling your other number and it went to some weird place. It went to a, went to a different phone company, like a, a different uh, voicemail that wasn't you, and that was a while ago. Okay, well I've had some some problems with phones, but I'm trying to keep the same number. Okay, yeah, damn technology. Ah, oh. and he and he smiles this really heartwarming smile. River. Add two points of sanity. Motivation, leave the world a better place for my daughter. But why not leave the world a better place for my friends, too? Well, um, yeah, we were just uh, in here. Um, actually, we were here to see Ari. Um, but, oh. Uh, you know, I wanted to check in on, on, on my buddies. Yeah. How do you how do you know Ari? We just met him. He's, uh, it's work-related, sort of. Don't you work for the EPA? And he's some some weird, like, lit guy? No, I'm a grad student. <sighs> Folklore, remember? Hi, Ari. Hi, I've been standing here. I'm sorry I didn't see you. My Yeah, folk- Folklore is still lit, isn't it? No, it... <sighs> Folklore isn't literature, it's oral history, and it's more related to anthropology than anything else. And he starts going off into... If we don't if we don't stop him now, he will go on forever. Rowan just reaches over and puts a hand on his shoulder. Right. This is your off button. When I put my hand on your shoulder like this, it means stop, please. Panamayish? Huh? Sorry. Uh, understand? Yeah, I get it. I get... Okay, I'm sorry. I just get excited... <sighs> Okay. No, that's it's completely fair. It's your special interest, but so you guys, so you guys obviously know. But you know what? Sometimes let him go because this guy knows his stuff. He's a smart guy. See, fantastic, Thank you. and you you learn stuff. You don't even necessarily realize that you want to. He's a good guy. I talk to Penny about you all the time. She would like you. Aw, I I still want to meet her at some point. Well. Yeah, once we get out, uh, you guys, you, I'll have everybody over and we can do do a dinner. It's not a big place. I'm trying to get out of the city. You know, we're, we're thinking maybe, you know, Oakland or a little bit further south. But uh, right now, she wants to stay within, you know, within pretty good distance of here that we could afford. Yeah, no, of, of course, of course. I mean, your brothers are here. Yeah. 
and he, he just smiles. He looks happy. He smells much better than the last time you saw him, too. <laughs> well, been really good to see you, and, and glad you're doing well. Uh, you, yeah. you you give Penny a belly rub for me, okay? I, I will do that, and I will give her a treat and say it's from you. You know, if it wasn't for you, yeah, if it wasn't for you. And he gives you another big, tight hug. He's not particularly athletic, but he's also not exceptionally slight either, so... All right, well, I'm going to be in touch, okay? All right, I hope so. I say knowing that I probably won't be in touch. All right, I think we have everything that we need. We about ready to head out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a couple people I'd rather not run into here, so I'd prefer to leave. Yes. Oh, um, who? Nope, don't ask. Nope. Well, nope. No, because then I can make sure I might know where they hang out. If you say their names, they will appear. Okay, okay. Yes, I'm, exactly. I'm trying to help. I'm just trying to help. Screen wipe to Ross and Reagan. From the corner of your eye, in the cemetery here, you see someone behind a tree hiding, and they look over at the mausoleum. And they're looking at you and they move faster than you would imagine someone can behind another large obelisk. You see on the side of the shirt, the number 25, but there's this smell of rotting bodies and death coming from them. How far away from us are they? Maybe 80, 50 feet and we can get a whiff from that far away. You are downwind. I follow up my previous text. We will meet you somewhere else. There's someone that smells like death following us, question mark. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Ben Soslowski, and I play Ari. I'm Dan Voschkevich, the handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 7 is an adaptation written by me, Dan Voschkevich, based on the Fragments of the King chapters written by John Wick, Toby Abad, Fabian Badia, Ben Warner, and Rob Justice. Our intros this season were written by Alondra Heilman and performed by Grant Corvin. If you like our story, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episode, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Danny, Tom Padula, Kit Thompson, Lady Bedeville, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Bomb Clancy, Naya Fenris, Shrek Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Devils, Robbie Nowell, J. Matthews85, Flynn Gallagher, Phoenix Team Handler Dennis, Knitting Daddy Greg, Multicam Yeti, Scott Miller, Rogue, Jacqueline Parrish, and Monsieur Quack. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redacted Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Ren Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube channel a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis and have a bunch of content archived on their YouTube channel. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland, A-L-L-E-N. You can find him at alanstrickland.net for his classical compositions. Join us next week in the sins of the father, retribution comes due. Beryl's spall dwindle to anxious supply, and we face a threat 
with such a human gall we cannot succumb lest it gluttonizes us from within and without. <laughs>